0: Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, YouTube, to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. Yes, keep those hearts coming, brothers and sisters. Keep those hearts coming. We want to welcome you to another edition. This is one of the lessons, brothers and sisters, that maybe you questioned during your journey and your desire to learn and know the truth of the word of God. There are people that have been presenting you other books and other forms of knowledge which you know we know God didn't put all of his knowledge in one book. We we understand that brothers and sisters. We we, we understand that. Okay? Well, we're not making that claim. But what we are saying is that anywhere else that you get knowledge from, it has to line up to what's written in the scripture, in the Bible. In the Word of God that's why the Lord says we have a more sure word of prophecy again we have a more sure word of prophecy so if you want to know if what you're reading is correct then it should line up brothers and sisters it should definitely line up to what's written in here and if it doesn't line up to what's written in here, we know how to righteously divide, throw out what don't belong and what what don't belong, and maybe you can keep what you can. But the Lord did tell us to try the spirits. Again, the Lord did tell us to try the spirits. So often when people are presenting us new information and new sources of the Word of God, we entertain it. We want to see if this it's valid, right? So we're going to show you today. The difference between the Apocrypha, which is called the lost books of the Bible, and the Holy Bible, which in the Holy Bible contains forgotten books. So a lot of people who read this Bible may not even realize that there are books that were not cl- included in the Bible, but they were mentioned in the Bible. So we're going to do all of that. But before we do anything, let's go ahead and get into the what we believe. The Truth Our Bible Class is an online, social media, Bible-based ministry. We teach the uncut Word of God as it is written in the Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept, Isaiah 28 and 10. Our mission is to lead as many souls to Jesus the Christ so that through the Word of God and the keeping of the commandments, we may receive salvation. Our motto is, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it. What we believe. Number one, we believe in the name of Jesus. We have no dispute if you want to use the name Yahshua or Esua or like it is written in the 1611 King James Version of the Bible before the letter J was instituted. We have no problem with that. <clears throat> we can show you the breakdown of the name from the Hebrew, Greek, Latin, Old English to the English. We have no problem with that. So we bear witness that. All those names, Yeshua, Jesus, they bear witness to the same Son of God. We choose to use the name Jesus on this show. Number two, we believe that Jesus alone is our Lord and Savior. Number three, we, we believe in the Sabbath day from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Number four, we believe in the seven feast days of the Lord as listed in Leviticus the 23rd chapter. So people say, well black eyes you guys don't celebrate Christmas, y'all don't celebrate Easter, y'all don't celebrate New Year's Day. Well, what is it that you all celebrate? We celebrate the feast days of the Lord. It's, le- it's listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. Number five, we believe that we, the so-called African-American, and those who were spread throughout the four corners of the world by way of the transatlantic slave trade are indeed Israelites and all the Lord's statutes, laws, and commandments apply to us. Number seven, we believe that we must keep the Lord's dietary law, so we don't do any shrimp or pork or catfish or lobster or snail or anything that's deemed to be unpermissible, according to Leviticus the eleventh chapter. My wife likes calamari. I'm like, what? What the hell is calamari? Found out it's o- octopus. We don't do. We we don't do those, brothers and sisters, because it is against the dietary law. Number eight, and the reason why I, I said my wife is because I know a lot of you all are, are have husbands or wives or, or live with people that don't necessarily prescribe. And you can't force it on them, brothers and sisters. All we have to do is live according to the best that we could live, according to this word, and then hopefully God will reveal to them some things that they may not know or understand or even maybe ignoring and draw them to the word. Number eight, we believe that both the scriptures or the Old Testament and the testimony in the New Testament must be used when teaching the word of God. You can't be an Old Testament scholar or a New Testament Christian, you must be both. All right. And that was Isaiah 8 and 20. Again, we don't believe in Sunday Sabbath service. We don't believe in the Trinity doctrine. There are not three gods. Nowhere in the Bible can you find the the term God, the Holy Ghost. Man put that there. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But it doesn't call the Holy Ghost the God. The only two that it calls a God is the Father and the Son. And all you got to do is read John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So we can validate that, but we can't validate the Holy Ghost being called a God. We don't believe in the cross or images or holidays that originated in the worship of other gods. We don't believe in Easter or Christmas. These are all anti-Christ according to the word of God. Number 10, we believe that salvation is for all people, no matter what color or race or people that you belong to. If you repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, then salvation is for you too, Revelation 7 and 9. Brothers, at this time, if you have a hat on your hair, we ask that you remove it. Take it off. Sisters, if you don't have a hair covering at this time, we ask that you go get a hair covering and place it over your head so that we can be in accordance with the ordinances of God Listed in 1 Corinthians eleven three 3, and 6. Now, let's get to the lesson tonight. The forgotten books versus the lost books of the Bible. We're going to be in these two books today. The Apocrypha and, of course, the Holy Bible. Now, this lesson is put together to disprove or, 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 or discount. I mean, it's not put together to disprove or discount. Any other books other than the sixty six books on of the Bible, again, we bear witness that the lord um, has uh, is is not in our minds the Lord is limiting limited to putting all his truth in one book. we're not saying it. We're saying that if you have a book, that the Lord has put his knowledge and his truth in, in order to verify that, then it needs to line up to what's written in the Bible, brothers and sisters. Now, the truth will believe believes that there is enough in these 66 books of the Bible to gain salvation, although we know some books were taken out. We bear witness of that. At the Council of Nicaea, in 321 AD, the Roman Emperor Constantine put together a, 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 a uh, what do you call it, a, a, a panel of bishops, and they decided what was going to be in the canon or the Bible, and they chose 66 books. There were some books that they left out. Fine. We bear witness that there are other books that contain the Word of God that's not in the 66 books. We bear witness to that. Now, some of the forgotten books are hidden in some of the 66 books of the Bible, and some are no longer around. The word Bible means paper or scroll, and it came to be used as the ordinary word for book, but it means paper or scroll. So at first, there were just scrolls and papers written with the word of God. It was assembled together to be in the book. It's interesting that the word Bible is not found in the book called the Bible itself. There's nowhere in the Bible can you find the word Bible. Yet people have killed one another over the word Bible. We have fallen out with family members and friends over the word Bible. Again, Bible is a Greek word that describes paper or scroll or books. Nothing mystical or spiritual or magical about it. Nothing spiritual about the word Bible. It just means paper or scroll. But we're gonna analyze some of these things that we talked about. Now, let's go over the books that are in this book right here called the Apocrypha when you go to the table of contents right here right you have a list you got first and second edris you got tobit you got judith you got additions to esther you got wisdom of solomon you got ecclesiastes right sound very close to ecclesiastes in the bible you got the book of baruch You got the letter of Jeremiah, the prayer of Azariah, you got Susanna, you got Bill and the dragon, you got the prayer of Manasseh, and then you got first and second Maccabees. And those are the books that are listed here in the Apocrypha. Now, because we found many discrepancies in the Apocrypha, we don't teach from the Apocrypha or use it. Now, I'm going to show you just a few discrepancies between the Apocrypha and the Bible. Now, you guys remember the story of Daniel and the lion's den? How many days was Daniel in the lion's den? Let's go to the book of Baal and the dragon. We're going to go to the book of Baal and the dragon. And I see that's on page 111. All right, and I'm going to switch these out. And I'm gonna put these on, the Book of Baal and the Dragon, and we're gonna go to chapter 1, verse 29 through 32. Baal and the Dragon, chapter 1, verses 29 through 32, and it reads, So they came to the king and said, Deliver us, Daniel, or else we will destroy thee and thine house. Now when the king saw that they pressed him sore being constrained he delivered Daniel unto them who cast who cast him into the lions den where he was 6 days <clears throat> so we got Daniel being in the lions den for 6 days right now let's go let's see Let's go to the book of Daniel, the sixth chapter. Daniel, the sixth chapter. And I I think I wanna read something else in here too. Now, how many days was Daniel in the lion's den? Somebody put it in the comment section. Let me see if y'all paying attention. How many days did I read that Daniel was in the lion's den? And I'll read it again in case you guys missed it because ain't nobody put it in the comment section yet. The history, there you go. All right, Dean. We did read in verse 31. It says, Who cast him into the lion's den where he was, how many days? Six days. Right? We're going to keep reading in the same book. Same book. <clears throat> Let's go down to verse 40. And see if anything changes this is the history of Baal and the dragon chapter 1 now we're going to go down to verse forty. it says upon the seventh day the king went to be well Daniel and when he came to the den he looked in and behold Daniel was sitting how was Daniel sitting in the den when the king went there on the seventh day at verse 40 when at verse 31 it says daniel was in the lion's den for six days you got a discrepancy right in the book itself right in the same book you got a discrepancy verse 41 Then cried the king with a loud voice, saying, Great art thou, O Lord God of Daniel, and there is none other beside thee. And he drew him out and cast those that were the cause of his destruction into the den, and they were devoured in a moment before his face. Now, this is Baal and the dragon. We already read about a discrepancy. We didn't even find the discrepancy in the Bible itself. We found the discrepancy in The same chapter! Let's go to the book of Daniel, the sixth chapter. Turn your Bibles to the book of Daniel, the sixth chapter. Daniel, the sixth chapter. And we're going to read what the Bible says about Daniel and the lion's den. Daniel, the sixth chapter. We're going to read verses 16. And it reads, Then the king commanded and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver you. Now let's go 18 through 23. Then the king went to his palace and passed there, passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him and his sleep went from him. Remember, he passed the night. This is only one night so far. Then the king arose very early in the morning, the next day, and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came into the den, so here in the Bible, the king went to the den the next day. And the Apocrypha, it says the king went in on the seventh day. It says when he came into the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, oh, Daniel. Servant of the living God is thy God, whom thou service continually, able to deliver thee from the lions. Then said Daniel to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and have shut the lions' mouths, that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king, I have done no hurt. Then was the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up, out of the den so Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in God we just show you some small discrepancies the first discrepancy was found in the Apocrypha itself this is why we tell you that whatever knowledge you come into compare it to what's written in the Bible now Let's deal with praying for the dead. <clears throat> what does the Apocrypha say about praying for the dead? And what does the Bible says about communicating with the dead? We're gonna to go to the book of Second Mac- Maccabees, the 12th chapter. 2 Maccabees, the 12th chapter. And we're gonna read what the second book, the 12th chapter of Maccabees says about the praying of the dead. Maccabees, the 12th chapter, the second book of Maccabees, the 12th chapter, let's read 38 through 40 and it reads. So Judas gathered his host and came into the city of Odolum. And when the seventh day came, they purified themselves as the custom was and kept the sabbath in the same place and upon the day following as the use had been judas and his company came to take up the bodies of them that were slain and to bury them and their kinsmen in their father's graves now under the coats of everyone that was slain they found things consecrated to the idols of G- geminites which is forbidden the jews by the law then every man saw that this was the cause wherefore they were slain so these men are died they're dead already and he found that they had broken the law <clears throat> before they died now look at what he said at verse 41 all men, therefore, praising the Lord, the righteous judge, who had opened the things that were hid, <clears throat> betook themselves unto prayer and besought him that the sin committed might wholly be put out of remembrance. Besides, that noble Judas exhorted the people to keep themselves from sin for so much as they saw before their eyes the things that came to pass for the sins of those that were slain. One more, uh, let me see what we got. One more verse, two more verses. It says, and when he had made a gathering throughout the company to the sum of 2,000, Dracums of silver he sent it to jerusalem to offer a sin offering doing therein very well and honestly and that he was mindful of the resurrection but if he had not hoped that they that were dead or slain should have risen again and have been superfluous and vain to pray for the dead It would have been vain to pray for the dead. Let me tell you something. When you die, there's nothing else that you can do, brothers and sisters, to forgive sin. Even the thief on the cross knew that right before he died. He said, Jesus, when you get into your kingdom, remember me. And Jesus said, "Bet, I got you, homie. When I come into my kingdom, I'm going to remember you. I'm telling you this day that you will be with me in my kingdom. So, brothers and sisters, the question is, do we pray for the dead or do we not pray for the dead? Right. Let's go to the book of 2 Samuel, the 12th chapter. Let's read about David second samuel the 12th chapter do we pray for the dead second samuel the 12th chapter remember G, uh david was a man after jesus own heart let's see what david did second samuels chapter 12 and we're going to read 13 and 14. and it reads and david said unto nathan i have sinned against the lord And Nathan said unto David, the Lord also hath put away thy sin, that shall not die. How be it because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. So Samuel is telling David, because you sin, your son is going to die. Like any man that has ever lost a child. This was a hard saying for David. But David knew that this was the word of God and it had to come to pass. But check out what David did. Second uh, Samuel 12, verses 18 through 23. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead. Now, David had been mourning and he had been praying and he had been fasting. Lord, don't take my son away. I'm sorry. But the Lord said, nope, David, I got to do it. Now, his servants are afraid to tell David that his son is dead. It says, for they said, behold, while the child was yet alive, We spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. He will, how will he then vex himself if we tell him that his child is dead? But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore, David said unto his servants, is the child dead? And they said, he is dead. Then David arose from the earth, washed, and anointed himself. And changed his apparel and came into the house of the Lord and worship. then he came to his own house and when he re- and he and when he required they set bread before him and did eat then said his servants unto him what thing is this that you have done you did fast and weep for this child David you was crying you was fasting you was weeping for this child but now you are not even crying no more David what is it that you're doing it says while it was alive but when the child was dead thou didst rise and eat rise and eat so once once you found out that your child was dead you continued life like back to our regularly scheduled program. This is what David said to them. And he said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, who can tell whether God will be gracious to me, that the child may live? But now he is dead, wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. So David knew. (sighs) That you can pray, that you can fast, that you can go to God and sweet counsel and do all those things while the person is alive, like we do when our loved one is in hospice and on the deathbed and we plead with God and God just spared a life and we do all those things. But when our loved ones pass away, ain't no more prayers for them for God to spare them and for God to forgive them of their you know they got to get this thing right between the time that you between your birthday and the death date the dash brothers and sisters so there's two strikes for the apocrypha you don't pray for the dead that's why David didn't pray for his son now, David was a man of the God, God's own heart. Wouldn't David know to pray for his son if that was something that the Lord wanted us to do? No, brothers and sisters. All right, let's go back. Let's read a couple of more. Let's read a couple of more. Let's let's see. The book of Baruch, Baruch. Although the book of Jeremiah mentions Baruch, his scribe, Baruch was his scribe. It doesn't mention that there is a book called Baruch. Let's go to Jeremiah the 36th chapter. Jeremiah the 36th chapter. Book of Jeremiah the 36th chapter. Let's go there. This is a Bible-based ministry, brothers and sisters, where we read the word of God. We don't leave nothing to question. It ain't about what we think personally, how we feel, what we've been told, or what we've been taught. That does not matter. Jeremiah 36, 4-6. What matters is what we can read in this book. Jeremiah 36, 4-6, and we read. Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote, from the mouth of jeremiah oh <clears throat> so baruch ain't got no book what baruch wrote because he was a, 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 a scribe he wrote down the words that jeremiah spoke so how do you get credit to a scribe who wrote for the prophet? Then Jeremiah called Baruch the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord, which he had spoken unto him upon a roll of a book. And Jeremiah commanded Baruch, saying, I am shut up. I cannot go into the house of the Lord. Therefore, go thou and read in the scroll, in the roll, which thou hast written from my mouth, the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the Lord's house upon the fasting day. And also thou shalt read them in the ears of all Judah that came out of their cities. So how do we go from creating a book out of a scribe's name? The only thing that he wrote was the words of the prophet Jeremiah. See, when you do your research, brothers and sisters, this is what you find. Let's read one more verse, verse 8. Jeremiah 36 and 8 and Baruch the son of Neriah did according to all the Jeremiah the prophet commanding him reading in the book the words of the Lord in the Lord's house come on brothers and sisters what does it say to you that not a single apocryphal book claims to have been inspired by God? Come on now, brothers and sisters. If the apocryphal books are inspired, why didn't they contain prophecy like the Old and the New Testament? Why, brothers and sisters? Number three, does it make sense that the New Testament writers often quoted the old testament but never quoted from books that were written in the, in the apocrypha the fact that the new testament writers virtually ignored the apocrypha do you think they viewed it as scripture now those are what they used to call or called the lost books that's what they call is it, the lost books we're gonna put this to the side now let's deal with something that you can actually research yourself let's deal with the forgotten books of the Bible well what do you mean the forgotten books I'm talking about the books that are not in here that were not contained among the 66 books written in the Bible they were forgotten about let's read about some of these books the first book we're going to read about is called the little book let me hear y'all say it let me say it let me you say it the little book in the book of revelations we read about a book brought down to earth from the angel on high but never quoted from the apocrypha books we're talking about this book right here you can find it in here the book that the angel brought down was called the little book what kind of book was this where is the book now what did the book contain let's go to the book of Daniel the twelfth chapter and read about this little book the book of Daniel the twelfth chapter And we're going to read verses 1 through 8. Daniel, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 8. And it says, And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one of them that shall be found written in the book. Many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shed up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased, Then I Daniel looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on the on this side of the river bank of the bank of the river, and the other on the side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the water of the river, How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever that it shall be for a time times and a half three and a half years <clears throat> and when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people and all things shall be finished and i heard but understood not then said i oh my lord what shall be the end of these things and he said in verse 9, go that way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Sealed in what, brothers and sisters? Sealed in a book until to the time of the end. Let's read some more about this book. <clears throat> Revelations, the 10th chapter. Revelations, the 10th chapter. Let's read about this book called The Little Book. Revelations, the 10th chapter, verses 1 and 2. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud and a rainbow upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot upon the earth verses 8 through 11 and the voice which i heard from heaven spake unto me again and said go and take the little book which is upon the hand of the angel which standed upon the sea and upon the earth and i went unto the angel and said unto him give me the little book and he said unto me take it and eat it up and it shall make thy belly bitter but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey and I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was in my mouth, sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. So the book of Revelations, brothers and sisters, at that time was not revealed to Daniel, not in the way that it was revealed during our time, because again, The book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay? So there were some things that were not for Daniel's time, although Daniel was able to see. God showed it to him. That's how he knew that, or that's, he was told that the great tribulation period was going to be for three and a half years. It was a lot of things he didn't understand because it wasn't for his time. But that was just one book the little book let's go to another book this book is called the book of the generations of adam now this book gives you the genealogy from adam to noah this is the same lineage that our map is based upon remember the map that we sell and we haven't showed you the map in a long time but we have a map that we sell And it's the genealogy of our people from Adam to the transatlantic slave trade. (laughs) But it's beautiful because most of these scriptures go in threes. And I'll explain to you what I mean when I say this. Let's go to Genesis, the fifth chapter. Genesis, the fifth chapter. And we're going to start this with one through three. And then we're gonna go in threes this is the book of the generation of Adam now this book is found in the book of Genesis but it's a separate book outside of the book of Genesis but it's a book that's within the book of Genesis this is the book of the generation of Adam and the day that God created man and the likeness of God made he him male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam. So Eve didn't have no name when she was created. Her name was Adam, his name was Adam. They both went by one name. And so Adam gave her the name Eve. He blessed them and called their name Adam in the day that they were created. And Adam lived hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth let's go down to verse 6 and Seth lived 105 years and begat Enos let's go to nine you see how we skipping three by threes and Enos lived 90 years and begat Canaan let's go to 12 and Canaan lived 70 years and beget Mahalaleel let's go down to 15 and Mahalaleel lived 60 and five years and beget Jared. Let's go to 18. And Jared lived 160 in two years and beget Enoch. So I'm just reading you. You can read the whole thing on your own, brothers and sisters. But that's another book, the book of Adam. Let's go and read another book called the book of the wars of the Lord. What do you mean brother black guys the book of the wars of the lord what do you mean yes a forgotten book that you can find in here the book of the wars of the lord now when the children of israel fought battles after leaving egypt and making it across the red sea they had a book of the wars Of the Lord that instructed them on how to carry out their battles. Let's go to the book of Numbers, the 21st chapter. The book of Numbers, the 21st chapter. Numbers 21, and we're gonna go 10 through 15. Numbers 21, 10 through 15, and it reads, And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in Oboth, and they journeyed from Oboth and pitched at Ijirah, in the wilderness which is before Moab, towards the sun rising. From thence they removed and pitched in the valley of Zered, from thence they removed and pitched on the other side of Arnon, which is in the wilderness that cometh out of the coast of the Amorites. For Arnon is the border of Moab between Moab and the Amorites. Wherefore, it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord. Wherefore, it is said in the books, in the book of the wars of the Lord, what he did in the Red Sea and in the brooks of Arnon. And at the stream of the brooks that go down to the dwelling of Ar and Laif upon the border of Moab. What? It's said in the book of the wars of the Lord, another forgotten book, brothers and sisters. Let's go to another forgotten book. This book is called the Book of Jasher. <clears throat> There's another book that we can find evidence that doesn't exist today. Now, I have done some research and I've tried to go on the internet and type in the book of Joshua and it gives some stuff. But, you know, again, we got to line everything that we find out to this book right here. This book records how the Lord made the sun stand still during the time of Joshua during the war with the Gibeonites. Let's go to Joshua 10, 11 through 13. Joshua 10. And we're going to read 11 through 13, Joshua 10, 11 through 13, and it reads, And it came to pass, as they fled from before Israel and were in the going down to Beth-horon, that the Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon them unto Azekah, and they died. There were more which died from hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel, and he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed, until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? we in Joshua 10 verse 13 there's a book called Jasher is not this written in the book of Jasher so the Sun stands still in the midst of heaven and hastened not to go down about a whole day where else can we find the book of Jasher mentioned in the Bible let's go to 2nd Samuel the first chapter And we're gonna read one verse, 18. 2 Samuel, the first chapter, verse 18. And it reads Also, he bade them teach the children of Judah the use of the bow. Behold, it is written in the book of Jasher. So, the book of Jasher (coughs) and the book of the wars of the Lord gave them instructions on how to fight wars. Forgotten books of the Bible, brothers and sisters. I know right now I'm messing some of y'all whole world up. I I just thought that it was just the 66 books in this Bible right here. I I I just thought that this was it, Brother Black Eyes. I'm messing your whole world up, brothers and sisters. By the glory of God, to show you that although we think that god is so small-minded to put all his knowledge right here this is it you can't find no other truth out there no other word of god other than what's written in this right here no we don't make those claims but we do make the claim that whatever you think that you find it better line up with what's written in here If it don't line up with what's written in here, you know what to cash out, cast out, and you know what to throw away. Now, there's another book. I'm skipping Sister Key Israel. Because there's a book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. There's another book of the Chronicle of the Kings of Judah. But we're going to skip those. Let's go to the book of Shemaiah the prophet. What? What do you mean the book of Shemaiah the prophet? Samuel, he got a book. Jeremiah, he got a book. Isaiah, he got a book. Shemaiah got a book too. Let's go to the book of Shemaiah the prophet. Let's read where this can be found. Now, one of the kings of Israel had sinned and did evil in the sight of God. We can read some more about him a little bit later and the two other books that we are skipping over right now, the books of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah and the books of the Chronicles of the King of Israel. But let's go to 2 Chronicles 12, 1 verse 15. The book of Shemaiah, the prophet. 2 Chronicles 12, And 15 and it reads now the acts of Rehoboam first and last are are they not written in the book of Shemaiah the prophet second Chronicles 12 and 15 now the acts of Rehoboam First and last, are they not written in the book of Shemaiah the prophet, and of Ido, the seer, concerning genealogies? And there were wars between Roabam and Jeroboam continually, but we just mentioned somebody else. So we got a book of Shemaiah the prophet, but what about Ido, I-D-D-O? It's a whole bunch of stuff in here, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Edom. 2 Chronicles 13. We're going to read verse 1. And this is book is about the acts of Abja, the king of Judah. Abja, the king of Judah. Here's another forgotten book of the Bible. 2 Chronicles 13. 1. 2 Chronicles 13 verse 1 and it says now the eighteenth year of king of jeroboam began abijah to reign over judah right now we're going to go down the verses 19 through, uh let me see we're going to read 19 through 22 and it reads and abjah pursued after jeroboam and took cities from him, Bethel, with the towns thereof, and Jeshannah, with towns thereof, and Ephraim, with towns thereof, neither did Jeroboam recover strength again in the the days of Abijah, and the Lord struck him, and he died. But Abijah Abijah waxed mighty, and married 14 wives, and begat 20 and two sons, and 16 daughters. And the rest of the acts of Abijah and his ways and his sayings are written in the story of the prophet of Edo. Did you even know that there was a prophet Edo, I-D-D-O? We're just giving you some information, brothers and sisters. Now, there's some things that I'm skipping over, the books of the Acts of Solomon, the book of Nathan, the prophet, and the book of Gad, the seer. The book of Nathan the prophet and the book of Gad the seer let's go to I'm gonna go there real quick first Chronicles 29 first Chronicles 29 and 29 first Chronicles 29 and 29 and it reads now the acts of David the king first and last behold They are written in the book of Samuel, the seer, and in the book of Nathan, the prophet, and in the book of Gad, the seer. There's a book, Nathan, the prophet. There's a book, Gad, the seer. We already know about the book of Samuel. But there are two other books that the Acts of David are written in, Nathan, the prophet, and Gad, the seer. First Chronicles 29 and 29. Now, let's go to one of the most important books, <clears throat> brothers and sisters. One of the most important books. This book is so important that if your name is not found in it, then you don't gain salvation. Let's go to Revelations 3 and 5. Revelations Three and five. And it reads, He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. So we got a book of life. Let's go to the book of Philippians 4 and 3. The book of Philippians, chapter four, verse three, and it reads, And I and I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women, let me see, which laboreth with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with others, my fellow laborers, whose names are written in the Book of Life. Let's go to Revelations, the 20th chapter. Let's read some more about this Book of Life. It says right here, and I saw the dead, I'm sorry, Revelations 20 verses 12 through 15. Revelations 20, 12 through 15 and it says and i saw the dead small and great stand before god and the books were open which is the 66 books of this bible all right and another book was open which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books so this is what you're going to be judged by not by your heart not how you feel not what you believe You're going to be judged by what's written in these books. It says, and the dead were judged out of those things which which were written in the books according to their works. So it's your actions what you do. Verse 13, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So brothers and sisters, with two minutes left on our program, the forgotten books of the Bible versus what they call the lost books. Were they really lost books of the Lord? How do you know? You got to compare what's written in here with what's written in here. You got to compare what's written in here with what's written in here, and if they don't line up, brothers and sisters, you know what to cast out. We believe in this book because this book gives us the law, it gives us identity it gives us a savior and it gives us salvation why we even studying the Word of God if we if the end game is not salvation if the end game is not everlasting life what's the purpose of it you can get as much knowledge as you want to get learn as much as you want to learn but at the end of the day If it's not about salvation, brothers and sisters, then what's the use? Wouldn't you want to be reunited in the resurrection with your loved ones? Got to have salvation in order to do that, brothers and sisters. Let's go to 2 Peter, the first chapter, verse 21, and it reads, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And last place, Second Timothy 3 and 16. Second <clears throat> Timothy 3 and 16, and it reads, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So brothers and sisters, I hope that this lesson tonight was enlightening to you all that were watching and was listening to this word of God. It took a lot of research to put a lesson like this together, as you can see. But this is what it's about, it's about research, it's about studying the Word of God, brothers and sisters, and this is where our power comes from and the Holy Spirit comes from, the Word of God. So don't let nobody come to you and bamboozle you and send you here and send you there, and make you run over here for information and make you run over there for information, it's cool. Give me as much information as you can give me, but if it don't line up with this book called The Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept, as my brother Willie Andrew said, then we don't want it. Thank you so much for your time. Brothers and sisters, if you are on YouTube, then please go and subscribe to our YouTube channel which is Truth Hour TV, our YouTube channel which is Truth Hour TV, and do us a favor and subscribe to that channel brothers and sisters. Eventually, we want to start going live from there. We are getting a whole bunch of new followers by our YouTube. So that's the way you spell it and put it in. And for those who are on YouTube, if you have a Facebook page, then go and follow our Facebook page, which is the Bible. I'm sorry, the Truth Hour Bible show. The Truth Hour Bible Show. Now, if you want to be added to our text message invite reminder list then text your name and the keywords truth hour to 312-719-7310 and <clears throat> that way you'll get a text message right before we go on air with a reminder that the truth Hour was about to go on and what the lesson would be for that particular night you see we've been going on an hour early since my position in work has changed. Oh, my throat is like on fire. So I'm gonna take some medicine and lay down and then get up about two and a half hours to get ready to go to work tonight. But I thank you guys for your support. Uh, even when it's difficult for me to get on here and do this because I'm not feeling well, you guys inspired me to keep it going. So keep on sharing the lesson and inviting people. My challenge and my homework assignment to each of you is to bring one person back with you next week. Share this lesson with some folks who's interested in learning knowledge about different things, and they can see what we teach. If you would be interested in being part of our online Bible-based ministry, Team Truth Hour, then reach out to Sister Savannah right there, Sister Key Israel. And anyone that's about to put in the comment section right now, Team Truth Hour. Put in the comment section, Team Truth Hour, all Truth Hour members. And um, you can reach out to any of them. Got some halls too, y'all. Got some, got some halls. <clears throat> you can reach out to any of them, and we need you. We need you a part of our team, and we need you to help us, you know, share these lessons and invite people onto these lessons and to help us with this ministry. That's a part of your acts. Remember. You're gonna be judged according to your works. What works are you doing to help get this word out? It could be something as simple as sharing it with other people and inviting people and being a part of our online ministry. With that being said, anyone that's dealing with illnesses or anyone that have lost a loved one or are dealing with financial issues, marital issues, issues on their job, with employment, We're praying for you, brothers and sisters. We're praying that God delivers you from your discomfort and sends you that comforter so that you may know that this is temporary. And this is a route that you must go to in order to get to the blessing. Remember, God allows us to go through what we're going through in order for us to get to where he wants us to be. I'm going to say that again. God allows us to go through what we are going through in order for us to get to where he wants us to be. With that being said, brothers and sisters, we're going to stand up, face Jerusalem, and we're going to pray out. Almighty God, Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Father God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you for this day, Father God. We thank you for your son who you sent to die for our sins, even Jesus, Father God. We pray that this lesson tonight, Father God, touched all those who were looking and searching for something, Father God. Hopefully this, this sparked the interest and the curiosity of some of those who have been looking for you in your word, Father God. That your word is absolute in your word alone. Father God, we ask that you just bring us into your fold and make us a part of your God family, Father God, at the end of the day. Father God, we repent of our sins. Father God, we stand here today and proclaim Jesus, Father God. We proclaim him, Father God, and we ask for your forgiveness. But Father God, Father God, we pray that this lesson was edifying to those who are watching and listening and that it was glorifying to you. We ask these things to your son Jesus, Yeshua's name, amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters. We definitely appreciate you for watching, tuning in, listening. And again, continue to share the lesson and it'll be on YouTube in about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. Thank you so much, everybody. Peace and blessings in Jesus name. Good night.